0: So Ready to go, they're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between Cherishing make-believe, get ready for Halloween, it's the Horror Show I know you miss those guys, tune in and find out what's on their list tonight They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate, listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate It's the Horror Show
1: Hello everybody and welcome to the Horror Show, show dissect, dissects, mulates, dismembers, and butchers All of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror Horror movies, another called classics. Did I do that right? You're right. <laughs> fuck, you're <all> right. Damn, <laughs> it's like a every three month thing. I just <laughs> forget where my brain is and fuck <laughs> it all up. Fuck it all up. Um, hey, how you doing, Joe?
0: How I'm good, good, man. How are you?
1: I'm great. I'm great. Uh, I'm great. I'm excited to talk about today's movie. Are you? Yes, is the
0: this is a first time viewing. Have I? For you? No, I'm asking you. Oh is this no no first no no no, no no!
1: I saw this in theaters. Because uh, our boy, uh, Alexander Alexandre uh,
0: Aja Aha. Oh. Uh-huh. I. Think I uh, <laughs> uh, well, now you're gonna now I feel weird. I always thought the J's were pronounced they you know, like H's.
1: Well, it's like yeah. Spanish, so but he's French, so I don't know. Je. <laughs> right. And they say, je. je, I don't know what else that, that they that's do. Oh, I got but they spell it. I think they spell it, Je, 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 uh, well, uh, we, oui, oui. uh, I think it's Aja, uh, I think it's Aja. Uh, um,
0: uh, okay, probably should have like,
1: looked into that. Yeah, well, you know what, here, can, I, can we just talk about this real quick? Just... This is going to be more for the the Patreon people uh, that watch the video version of it. But, like, what do they do? Like, can we get over? Can we just start learning how to spell things, like, phonetically for us idiots? Because what does this mean? (laughs) That doesn't tell me how to fucking pronounce the fucking.
0: makes it way worse. This fucking
1: psychotic. Upside down R. What? Get the fuck (laughs) out of here. It doesn't mean fucking anything to me. Just put in, like, a phonetic spell out of it, and I, I'll deal with it. That's fucking nutty. Okay. Well, anyway.
0: Um, so. I found f- I found a pronunciation, and it sounds somehow nothing like uh, <laughs> either of us said it. So, there you go. <laughs> so, all the dorks can be mad at us.
1: Uh, no, I was a super big fan of uh, High Tension. Yeah. Huge fan. Uh so when this came out I was like I got to see this. Uh I like this more than the original movie.
0: A lot of people do. Oh, do they? I don't for one reason and one reason only. It, it, it and it's my problem with like The Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, Uh it's actually the exact same problem I have with it, which I think the remake is a fine movie, but it's too polished. Like the reason Texas Chainsaw Massacre works is because it looks like a piece of shit. It looks like, it looks like you could be like just watching a documentary on Mm -hmm. it or uh, actual found footage on it. Right. Uh, That's the same with this. Like the first one just has that grime and this one is so polished. Like, I don't feel that it's real. Yeah, I
1: no, I but agree. It's a good with that. movie. It's a good movie. I I agree with you. I agree with you because there is yeah, those movies felt when you watched. I mean, when and also it it helped that Wes Craven was a fucking psycho lunatic when he was making these movies back in the day, <laughs> fucking cruel little creep. But there was something very subversive about the way they were shot in the originals. Like you felt like sort of like this, yeah, like a documentary or like, you, like you knew it wasn't a documentary, but it felt like you were watching something you shouldn't be watching. Um, it was
0: dirtier, grimey,
1: sleazy, yeah. sleazy as yes. fuck. The 2000s were a weird period for remakes. Um,
0: and they all had that like same like hue, color, the like, exact
1: same them. hue. It's they weird. were like red, orange. Uh, it was, it was very odd. Uh, you had Dawn of the Dead. You had, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Last House on the Left, which I forgot about. I was just talking yep. to someone and she was like, I was like explaining to her, like the Wes, she's not a horror fan. I was explaining to the Wes Craven thing and how I was watching this movie. And she was like, Oh, what was that weird? Because I was talking about how he just loved to make movies about rape for some reason. And she was like, What was that one movie in like the 2000s? And I was like, And she was like, They were in a cabin. And I was like, Fuck, I forgot that there was a last house on the left fucking remake.
0: Yeah, ask Paul about how what he feels about the last shot of that movie. <laughs> dude, dude, he, he he's mad about it for, for weeks. He sticks, when he sticks his head in the microwave. Dude, that scene <laughs> rocked. I agree. I, I like almost applauded in theater. Yeah, so did I. I was like so
1: pumped for it. Paul was not a fan, huh?
0: Paul claims Paul claimed at that time it was the most stupid thing he had ever seen in his life. <laughs> well, that's such a
1: fun claim.
0: Uh and just for, just for uh, people screaming at us. Uh, apparently according to somebody <laughs> according to somebody who watched him pronounce his own name, uh it's az as <laughs> Oz- a c sound in it. Azha.
1: Uh, Azha. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like
1: aj, aj, like a. That's what you like, were saying before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, they say, like uh ajus, ajus, Oh yeah, ajus, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Alex Andre on like laundry like, the French way. Do you have a site where are, somebody's
1: like trying to spell this out?
0: Uh, it, it, it is a, a, like <laughs> a message board from two thousand <laughs> and eight, and there is multiple threads like replying to each other and and typing out like how you could best pronounce it. Based off an interview where he introduced himself. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. Uh you
1: also had uh I mean you had the 13 Ghosts remakes. you had the Omen remake. Uh what Amityville, else did we? Have? Amityville horror. Amityville horror. Man, it was just a weird fucking time for horror movies. <laughs> we were just getting we were just getting some weird shit. Um but this movie always stood out to me. I always really liked it. Um yeah. And we're talking about the movie Oppenheimer today, all about nuclear bombs. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna like that meme. I'm gonna tell my kids this was Oppenheimer.
0: <laughs> I mean, I can tell you right now, I haven't seen Oppenheimer. Yeah, but neither. I. This, this is way better than.
1: Oh, absolutely. fucking <laughs> movie. I had no fucking doubt. <laughs> Any fucking dork gonna come up to me, and tell me Oppenheimer's a great movie? Get like, the fuck. Let me sit down and let me show you fucking art. <laughs>
0: Let me show you what art looks like. Um, oh, dude, I've been starting off with uh, shout outs. Uh, I'm, I'm going to keep it going. This time, I want to give a shout out to our friend Alien Space Bats, who today. I haven't told heard that me, name in forever. It's been a while, right? Today, they messaged me and said that they were finally going to watch the Halloween movies and that they. Had only seen Freddy versus Jason up till this point, which <laughs> what it gave, gave me a good laugh because I'm like, I don't know what you're, what you're fucking saying to me. What does that mean? What is that like of any movie? Imagine the only dude
1: that that was that's the equivalent to me when I rewatched Marvel after only watching
0: DC movies for some reason. Yeah, but, well, or mine's gonna be blown. <laughs> well, but. That has nothing to do with Halloween. Michael Myers isn't in Freddy vs. Jason. It's a completely two, two, two different franchises. Oh, oh I just assumed three actually. That was, that was the only slasher she would ever watched. Oh no, no. She, I think she was. I'm pretty sure she was saying it. that's the only one of the series that I've seen, which oh. involves two icons that you know aren't in that series. So shout out, shout out, <laughs> Alien Space fans. We get Thanks some wild this. messages. We get some wild messages. Yeah, fucking bozo. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: Oh uh, man. Uh that's fucking funny. Well, this is the sequel. <laughs> we're we're, we're, watch- <laughs> we're watching this movie which is part of the uh, Hellraiser franchise. <laughs> uh Where do I want to begin with this? Uh Wes Craven considered the remake after like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and, Am- and Amityville Horror. So he began looking for a director to do it, and uh, he just seen High Tension and thought this is the guy to lead the charge. I don't know. I wonder what I wonder what different versions of this look like under different directors. So we watched the unrated cut. There's two cuts, uh, yeah. but. I, from my understanding, the theatrical cut is like almost non-existent at this point. Like it's actually harder to find than the uncut version. Um, So I believe we watched the, it better have been the uncut version because it was fucking mental. Um, (laughs) I just, I don't, I think you have to have a lot. (laughs) You have to have a lot of. What's the word I'm looking for you have to be able to like swing on some like pretty graphic shit to make this movie work and like really just make whatever you want and like not listen to a studio because that's the only way you can make this movie even resemble the old one in my opinion.
0: Yeah. And uh, I think Aja like was a great choice for it. And I'm I'm a huge fan of his body of work to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, he's he's really good. Uh, I had a quote from from Wes Craven where he was talking about how he found uh, Aja, and he oh he called it. Uh, he said there's such an. He was talking about um, he was talk. Oh no, that was somebody else. Sorry, I'll get to that. I'll get to Vanessa Shaw's comment about the movie. Um, but it was funny. All right, so Wes Craven finds him. Tags him on to direct it. Uh, Then they bring on some key cast members. This cast is fucking cool as fuck. They are. It's great. This is an all-star cast, baby. You got people in all sorts of movies. I have all of their lineup. Uh, One of them is Vanessa Shaw, though, who had been in Eyes Wide Shut, and that's why Aja wanted her. Uh, And Shaw was hesitant to play the role, but after watching High Tension, she agreed quote there was such an odd combination of beauty and terror it felt almost like an art film and <laughs> talking about talking about high tension and uh all i could think about was that scene where that guy is like, skull fucking a decapitated head and <laughs> throws it out the window and i was like yeah what an art film <laughs> uh but that movie is that movie is super interesting High Tension. I don't know. I think it's great. It's fucking nutty. It's fucking wild.
0: I'm, I haven't I'm due for a rewatch. I haven't seen it in a while. That's like that's like one of my few DVDs that I own. Fun fact about uh Aja films. Paul and I saw his first 3 in theater starting with High Tension and then this one and then uh Mirrors. And somebody sat directly behind us in all 3 and talked the entire time about fucking bullshit bullshit the entire time and, and the last time not only did the people behind us do that but they also brought like a newborn so we had to listen to it cry and them talk about like, the <laughs> christmas list I'm like, hey, you guys shut the fuck up it's like a, a thing that, and then and then and then i didn't go with paul to see the uh alligator or the crocodile movie that he did um what was the name of that uh, uh crawl 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 uh yeah i went with tina and then <laughs> The movie we made it like 30 minutes into the movie, and then people came in late and sat behind us and just immediately started having a conversation. Like, dude, that's fucking every time this guy makes a movie, I can't escape it. (laughs) That's absolutely fucking crazy. Uh, yeah, and this
1: is this was uh Aja's first American production. So, what did he do? He did uh, high tension, hills have eyes, P2. Oh, he didn't direct that though. Uh, mirrors, piranha 3D, nice. Oh, he was the writer of Maniac, the remake? Yeah, This guy rocks. Horns. Horns
0: with, uh, uh, what's his name? Harry Potter.
1: Harry Potter. <laughs> I also couldn't think of his real name. <laughs> the Ninth Life of Louis Drake Drax. That looks like a piece of shit. <laughs> probably, uh, a probably, <laughs> probably a miss. Probably a miss. Probably a miss. But hey, listen, you all get, we all got misses. crawl, crawl kind of rocked. Crawl is awesome. Oxygen, I've never seen, and he's got a new one coming out in twenty twenty three. But time is ticking, buddy. Uh, called Night of the Hunted. <laughs> he's a good. That's a, that's a good one. That's a good one.
0: That's solid. Yeah,
1: yeah. He's got a good. He's got a good list there. Um, we have. Uh, <laughs> I love the. There's a guy in this, Robert Joy, who we'll talk about. He plays Lizard. Uh. Mm. <laughs> They were really impressed. He, they re, he really impressed Aja and got the role because <laughs> he had watched every documentary. C- he claims to have watched every documentary ever made about human cultures engaging in cannibalism. <laughs> Which by Robert the way, Joy did put play, yeah pl- plays I no it. plays barely <laughs> any part of this fucking. <laughs> character or anything. It's fucking ins- it's fucking insane. Uh and then this did end up this did so well it did get a sequel a year later. And I don't That's know right. if I, I've seen that.
0: I don't think I did either.
1: I think we all knew. I think we all <laughs> I knew.
0: I think you're right. <laughs> I
1: think we all knew. Directed by Martin Whites who made videos for Puff Daddy, Nickelback, Brandy and LO Cool J. <laughs> sold <laughs> Oh shit, he only did 3 movies and this was the second one. So, sorry, brother. <laughs> Sucks to be you. Uh all right, let's talk about this cast. You got Aaron Stanford as Doug. He was Pyro in the X-Men movies. Yet Kathleen Quinlan as Ethel Carter who has been in just a million things, but what stood out to me was American Graffiti. Apollo 13. Okay. Uh, Apollo she's Tom
0: fir- Hanks' wife. Yeah. Tom Hanks' wife. Uh, which Apollo
1: 13. I uh took a group of adolescent kids to for my birthday. My mom thought that was a good idea. And when Kevin Bacon's like explaining how ha- Kevin Bacon is explaining to an adult woman how to have sex Dude, for some reason. What, <laughs> with the, wait, with the, was beer, it with the beer bottle? <laughs> yeah, the beer bottle and the cup. Dude, I haven't seen that movie probably since then. and I, I still remember still, that. I still remember that scene.
0: But why is he explaining that to an like, adult who?
1: woman? <laughs> it's like, well, this is what we could be doing. <laughs>
0: He's like using it as like uh, the docking of. Oh, that's spatial, right. I that's think, right. Yeah, as yeah. like an innuendo, being like, hey, you know "What else does this?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> she was also an
0: event horizon And a civil action. That's so funny because that's ar- going back to that. That's arguably the only scene I remember in <laughs> Apollo 13. A oh, thousand percent, the only scene I remember in Apollo 13. <laughs> Dude, I literally Dude, have civil- no
1: recollection of anything else in Apollo thirteen.
0: Yeah, I don't either. I honestly don't. <laughs> none. None. Uh, a, Dude, civil- a civil action. Uh, I think I told this on on the uh, on the show before. But me and Lil' Krat tried to sneak into uh, Varsity Blues. And we snuck is at the Waterbury Mall, and we snuck into the wrong theater. And it was a civil action, and and Lil Krat was too nervous, like he thought it'd draw too much attention to us because we just sat down, like we were being real sketchy yeah. about it. Uh, so he's like, we we can't leave, like we can't get up again. So we sat through all of a civil action, <laughs> it was the most boring piece of shit. Dude, John Travolta just talking about like uh, the contamination levels of soil in his backyard for two hours. So <laughs> sure, that's the funniest thing, arguably.
1: <laughs> Like, I uh, I would, if if my kid was like, if I had to pick a more appropriate movie for a kid, Varsity Blues is the more appropriate movie. <laughs> not because <laughs> yeah, civil action is inappropriate. It's just, it's only for 80-year-old people and above. <laughs> and they used to play that in school, like, regularly for some reason. Yeah, in high school, I remember. Fucking nuts. That's it was sick. like, it, I watched it like three times during high school. And I, every time I was like, this fucking exhausting <laughs> it was worse than school i was honestly like i'd rather be doing a class like this is nuts john travolta lecturing me for an hour uh you got vanessa shaw who i mentioned before who is also yep. in ladybugs the one of my favorite fucking movies as a kid the
0: rodney dangerous
1: yeah i loved that movie That that <laughs> that's that's sit- how do I say this? that storyline is a little fucking bizarre though, <laughs> because I'm pretty sure Rodney Dangerfield is trying to fuck Jonathan Brandis's mom.
0: I don't remember anything about Ladybug. Okay,
1: so, okay, here's what I'm pretty sure I'm, <laughs> and I don't know this to be true. Oh, and by the way, Jackie, Jack, Jack, is it Jack? Is that how you pronounce J.K.? Harry? Uh, From Sister Sister?
0: Oh. Isn't it it pronounced J.K.? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, J.K.
1: is in it as his assistant coach, and she's fucking phenomenal. She's amazing. But Rodney Dangerfield, I'm pretty sure, is, like, trying to fuck Jonathan Brandis' mom. And for some reason, (laughs) to, like, win over his mom, Rodney Dangerfield, like... Crams Jonathan Brandis into like girls' clothes and makes him play for the girls' soccer team. I think he had to like <laughs> prove to the wo- the mom that he could coach a soccer t- soccer team. Well,
0: that's nuts. <laughs> 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 we should do Rodney Dangerfield week. It's fucking that. of uh, that and Rover Dangerfield, dude. Dude, a movie that is just him <laughs> talking and they animated, they as animated animated a dog. <laughs> a dog wearing a tie. <laughs> <laughs> fucking nuts. In <laughs> uh, his personal, oh, dude, back back to uh, Vanessa Vanessa Shaw. Uh, I have an interview with her. I gotta send to you. I did it like months ago. I think I told you uh, she was in Connecticut. I was just like, Hey, I have this podcast. <laughs> Can I ask you a few questions? I just like rapid fire and talk to her. Oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah. She was awesome. That's fucking sick. Um,
1: Sorry. I'm trying to figure out this timeline. I don't know. Anyway. So there you go. Uh, ladybugs. Uh, Vanessa Shaw. Yeah. We should probably put that up on. um Patreon. Patreon. Uh, she was also in Hocus Pocus, and of course, the fucking greatest comedy of all time, Corky Romano. <laughs> Classic. You guys want some cookies? A movie I have never seen, and quote to this day. <laughs> <laughs> uh Emily, um, Emily DeRaven.
0: That's not a real name. Yeah, uh, She's, Santa uh, Slay, Claire, and Lost. Always yelling, my baby. I never just watched Lost. She's Belle in uh, Once Upon a Time, and I know that because Tina watched that all all the time. Um, that fairy tale TV show. Yeah did you did you watch
1: Lost or no? I did. How how did you feel about the ending? <laughs> Talking about I, twenty
0: years fucking.
1: Hear <laughs> <laughs> here first Joe's opinion on the last <laughs> episode
0: of Lost. You hated it. No, I, like ru- ruined the show. Like I, our buddy Mike. Uh, he loves a lot. Like he's rewatched it. I know he doesn't like the ending either, but he's rewatched the series. And he's like the series is good until that moment, but like it, it ruined everything for me. Yeah.
1: That's crazy. I wonder. Do you think there was a way to end it?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Literally any way <laughs> other than what they did. Like uh, even if they're just like, hey, it's purgatory. If they just fucking told you, like I hated. The Sopranos ruined everything with the ambiguous yeah. endings, yeah. Like leaving it up to your interpretation. I don't, I don't. That's not why I watch TV. I want you to tell me what I'm watching. Right. Fucking we, we've watched the go, story. Go outside and imagine things. Like, Tell me. Write it into.
1: <laughs> uh, you got Dan Bird, who uh, did lots of TV and was in a Salem's Lot remake in 2004 yeah. that I did not know existed. This other one with Rob Lowe? Uh, I don't know. That would have made sense for me to look up. Yes, Roblo.
0: Dude, it's bad. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Okay.
1: That means I'm gonna have to check it out. You know, Roblo looks like a fucking asshole in this. Oh, so much leather. All right, I have to check that out. Uh he's also in a uh, young Sheldon. Also, it claims he's in Are We There Yet playing himself, which I find hard to believe, because who the knows who Dan Bird is? That's actually nuts. That's the funniest fucking credit I'd ever seen. Ice Cube talking to Dan Bird. Hey, look,
0: it's Dan Bird. It's Dan Bird. <laughs> Everyone's favorite pulling the, pulling the car over on their trip. Oh, shit, it's Dan Bird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, Tom Bauer is the gas station attendant. Uh, guys, I've never seen someone do more movies, I've never seen in my life. Uh, but he was in Beverly Hills Cop 2. And Be- I, I figure this, I put this only on here for Paul. He was in a bad lieutenant sequel called Port of Call New Orleans in 2009.
0: No, no, th- that's that's like the reboot with uh Nick Cage, it's awesome. Oh, really? Yeah, wait, that's what they called it? Yeah, oh. Was it like a requel,
1: or is it It's just a total...
0: If I recall, it has nothing to do with the original storyline.
1: Oh, wow. Directed by Werner Herzog. Starring Exhibit. Dude, what is this cast? This cast is fucking
0: nuts. Yeah, that movie was... uh, I liked it.
1: Oh, I thought the remake was just Bad Lieutenant. Okay. All right, well, pass.
0: Get a pass on that. uh, He's in Die Hard too, as well.
1: Yeah, this guy's still somehow alive, which when you see him in this movie will be the most shocking thing you've ever seen or heard in your life. Yep, yeah, Billy Drago as Papa Jupiter. He yes. was in fucking a ton, a ton of stuff. Um, is this the guy whose face? No, there's one of these guys' faces as well. He
0: barely needed makeup, this guy. He's Frank Nitti in The Untouchables. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Invasion USA, Delta Force 2, Martial Law Two, Cyborg 2, the guy is the king of sequels. <laughs> guy rocks. Robert Joy is a Lizard, famous for uh Amityville 3D, The Dark Calf, Death Wish Five. Yeah. Waterworld. Harriet the Spy. What a fucking banger that was. Uh and he's still working <laughs> to this day. And he still looks super familiar.
0: He's in Land of the Dead. We just we just did that one.
1: Yeah. Yep. Uh, Ted Levine, who goes without mentioning. And this movie, I, sometimes I'm like, what is Ted Levine's real voice? And then you watch a movie like this, and you're like, oh, that's just the way he fucking talks. That's <laughs> nuts. <laughs> <laughs> fucking nuts. Not a character
0: choice. Hey, doing what they did to Ted Levine, A+. In <laughs> the, way that- <laughs> <laughs> the way that he went out. <laughs>
1: Arguably your biggest actor in the movie. <laughs> and doing that yeah. to him is nuts. Uh, Ezra Buzzington, who, if you're watching the video version, I'll give a little glimpse into Ezra because I can't help myself. I just can't help myself. This <laughs> Ezra Buzzington yeah. as Goggle. This picture is no makeup for the record. This is, just- <laughs> have you ever seen bigger ears in your fucking life? <laughs> Are we sure we're not like he doesn't have something wrong with <laughs> them? guy's unreal. Uh, Ezra Buzzington, um, also that name, are you, like, the fucking name in the face? Buzzington? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Um, is there something I should know you're laughing very
0: hard? <laughs> no, I just, I feel like... Uh. There's something wrong with him. I feel like they're like we shouldn't be making fun of him. Um I don't think so. I think he's a normal guy, man. <laughs> Do I he well he's not <laughs> I I think he is. Um
1: sorry, I just saw one of his credits. <laughs> I don't know if I should edit this out or not. Um he played he was in Me, Myself, and Irene <laughs> playing play I'm not saying this is what his title was, disabled guy. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> I don't think he is though. I, I, I just think he's got a look. I just think he's got a look. That's all I think. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we all can't be listen, I we all can't be supermodels. I'm not. I'm. I'm not either. So, I feel. I feel you, Buzzington.
0: <laughs> that was in. That was in me, myself, and Irene. Yes, that was in me, myself, said- and Irene. Uh, the he was also
1: in the Prestige. Uh Halloween. He was in Rob Zombie's Halloween. Okay, what was he? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even anything bad. He was uh, <laughs> uh this is the hardest I've left on the show. Um He was a graveyard keeper, I think. <laughs> okay uh, Oh shit. Oh he, he was actually uncredited, so I don't know why they gave him that name, but Um, (laughs) and then he was in uh, Justified and Crossbones. He was in a bunch of good Justified episodes, but he was in a ton of movies, man. He was like always working, always, always working. Ghost World, remember that fucking movie, that weird ass movie?
0: I I always saw that. I do, Scarlett Johansson. Oh my god, is that her? That's nuts. Pretty sure, yeah. That's fucking
1: crazy. Um, he was in Fight Club. He was Inspector Dent in Fight Club. So the boy, the the boy's got some movies under his belt. The artist, he he's like, he's worked a shitload. <laughs> anyway, let's get off of Ezra Buzzington. Michael Bailey Smith as Pluto. And this motherfucker's resume is great, too. Nightmare on Elm Street 5, he was Super Freddy, Silk Stockings, Cyborg 3, he was, dude, he was Ben Grimm in the 94 Fantastic Four movie. Okay. Nice. Murphy Brown, Family Matters, Wings, Men in Black 2, The Master of Disguise with
0: Dana Carvey. Mike and Brian's favorite movie. <laughs> It's
1: true. <laughs> turtle, Turtle. Another movie I can <laughs> quote that I have not seen. Uh and then you got Greg Nicotero, who for some reason is playing Cyst in this movie, and I hmm. don't know why, because I don't believe he was involved in the special effects. Just he just shows up sometimes and plays like a fucking zombie in a movie.
0: Oh, he didn't do the he didn't do the effects for this?
1: I don't think so. I think it was a different special effects company that uh did them for this film. Uh it was there's like a s- very specific unless he's part of that special effects K N B O, yeah it was him.
0: Okay, because <laughs> that'd be nuts.
1: Well, I I just kept seeing K N B effects group. Yeah, that's him. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's him. So yeah, <laughs> that
0: would have been. <laughs> uh, and what do you think about the special effects in this? They're good. Uh, mix of practical and CGI, which. You know, 2006 CGI could be pretty bad, and I I think it's actually pretty good in this.
1: Yeah, it worked out out really well. Uh, All right. So, with that said, we should just get into this, huh? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Unless there's anything else you want to say about Israel (laughs) Buzzington.
0: No, not there. It's most definitely not. (laughs) Uh, Dude, cannibal movies love the surname Bukowski. Because last week, the guy's name was Charlie Bukowski. And this Wait. week, uh, they got Bukowski. Oh,
1: that's so fucking weird. That is bizarre. Huh. Huh. By the way, this is episode 349. Our next episode will be our 350th episode. And we are doing nothing special for it. So just yeah, well announcing that now. Because I'll probably even forget when we actually record it. And we will it will go unmentioned. So
0: what what movie are we doing?
1: Happy birthday to us. Uh by the time our next episode, because we got the live show this si- not this Saturday, next Saturday. Uh we will be doing Chud.
0: Oh fuck yeah. But a great Candy. one for 350.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a great one for 350.
0: Uh um, guy swallows a quarter. <laughs> Daniel Stern's trying to make a phone call. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> also the only scene I remember in Chad. <laughs> uh
1: also just a reminder, uh we are going to be doing a live reading of Rob Zombie Exorcist fan fiction. So write a scene, write a couple scenes, write some dialogue, send them over to us and we'll be reading them on the live show November 18th for the House of a Thousand Corpses and we will be giving out I'll give I'm going to put together a little prize pack for the one we think is the best. It'll be it'll be good. I'm going to put together a bunch of stuff. Uh So make sure you submit something to us by the 18th. I'll even accept them the morning of, but just get them in. All right. Here we go. Can the hills have eyes? 2006. So we open up with a screen. I do want to talk about this for a second. It says between 1945 and 1962, the United States conducted 331 atmospheric nuclear tests. Today, the government still denies the genetic effects caused by the radioactive fallout. I was like, man, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's not true. (laughs) That is just a totally fabricated thing. Uh, In fact, the only atmospheric nuclear detonation in New Mexico was the Trinity test. The first test of a nuclear device conducted on July 16th, 1945. Wait, is that Oppenheimer? Then Um, I don't know who the fuck Oppenheimer is. I'm going to be honest with you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's in line with, like, when it was, you know, they're developing it in World War II.
1: Yeah. Uh, The United States carried out most of its atmospheric nuclear weapon tests at the Nevada test site and in the Marshall Islands at the lagoons of Bikini and Eniwetok.
0: That's why Spongebob uh, Squarepants. Oh. Bikini, Bikini bottom. Hey, also... That prompt
1: doesn't say anything about fucking New Mexico, so the fucking <laughs> dork that decided to cut this movie down to size with these facts, get the fuck out of here. Get fucking lost.
0: Yeah, also, like, you know. Like, you believe them. They, that's just what they admitted, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Probably blown them up all over the fucking place. You've,
0: for sure. Uh, also, they, in this movie, uh, right after this, they're showing, like, a... Uh, birth defects but they're real pictures but it's from agent orange from vietnam it's not from uh, nuclear
1: yeah and and he said i mean they said the idea for the appearance of the mutants was based on descriptions and directions on real documents pictures and footage that we found on the effects of nuclear fallout in chernobyl and hiroshima listen no one looks like this in those fucking pictures. fucking nuts.
0: These people look insane. <laughs> These are monsters. <laughs> the big <laughs> the big head guy. His,
1: his name is Big Brain. I know all of their fucking names. You got Big Brain. You got Lizard. You got Papa Jupiter.
0: You got Goggle. You Who? got Pluto. Poop, pop, poopa. Pop, Papa Jupiter, uh, he displays no deformities. At all. But, but they were going to make him like it was going to be a, the original malignant. Uh, th- he was going to have a large parasitic twin attached to his upper left torso.
1: Dude, fuck. I wish they had the technology to do that.
0: Uh, you got cyst. I, I, I you got feel like big I, think, I don't think that's why they didn't include it. It's just <laughs> idiotic. They just, didn't, they just didn't have the technology. I'm, I'm like, the limitations. <laughs> <laughs> special oh, did you friend? see the dude The dude from uh, Skinny Puppy Auditioned for the role of Lizard But was told he was like too weird No that's <laughs> fucking hilarious Because Lizard is a terrifying
1: Individual in this movie He's fucking horrifying Yeah, <laughs> Telling the guy from Skinny Puppy is too weird Well he we probably came in fucking insane and they're like no one's gonna work with you You fucking stink also <laughs> Take a fucking bath Yeah <laughs> Probably just came out of the castle at (laughs) Wybor, No doubt. Uh, You got Venus and you got Mercury, the two kids. Uh, So that's it. We open up in the New Mexico desert. We got our two, we got two scientists checking things out. They find this weird looking guy who's looking a little rough for wear. And then he, these scientists are immediately pickaxed to death and dragged yeah. behind a car. A fucking amazing way to start. pretty
0: brutal pickaxe death. Too. Oh, like, fucking like, nut. Like, brute strength pickaxe, pickaxe.
1: Yeah. Like, goes through them, then lifts them up with the pickaxe, and is, like, yeah. just slamming them on the ground with it. It's fucking wild to watch. Uh, they did they did Pluto justice in this movie. They, they gave Pluto... Now, Pluto was Michael Berryman's character, right? Correct. They gave him an upgrade in this movie and I think that's <laughs> I think that's a good I think that's a good thing. By the way, Joe sent me a picture. I'm just gonna address this. Joe sent me a picture of Ezra Buzzington. This guy's totally fine. <laughs> so no, I know
0: that's why okay. that's why
1: I sent Oh okay. He's just an odd duck, that's all so good good for us. There you go <laughs> <laughs> that's it That's uh after that we get our credits um and we see this after the credits we see this old guy working at a gas station uh he finds a bag that somebody has left on the doorstep and he just starts screaming into the void just being like i don't want it it's over leave me alone leave me alone all that stuff uh he goes inside he brings in the bag he looks in it All sorts of personal belongings, cameras, jewelry, a leftover food container containing a human ear. Uh, Bad stuff. Bad things are happening in uh, in this old desert of ours. Uh, And then we are immediately introduced to the family uh, pulling up to the old man's gas station in the middle of fucking nowhere. Uh, You got Big Bob Carter, his wife Ethel. Big Bob Carter is uh, our boy. Buffalo Bill, uh, Ted Levine, uh, his wife Ethel, the three children, Lynn, Brenda, and Bobby. Lynn and Brenda are adult women. Uh, Bobby is a little bit younger. And you got Liz, Lynn's husband, Doug, and their baby, Catherine, and two dogs, Beauty and Beast. Uh so man, this movie fucking rules. Sorry, I I I just love the characters in the story and what happens like and how fast paced it is because it, it just it just starts and then it just never stops
0: it's yeah, like an like, assault you know it's like a, an unwritten rule that babies are untouchable and the baby is like the, the high stakes pawn in this movie and it, the movie's so like you said it's fast paced and it's it's gruesome that you don't know if he's going to play by that unwritten rule that the baby will be okay. So like, you're very invested into what's going to happen.
1: So in that scene, I mean, let's just talk about it right now because it's interesting. The scene where the baby is first put in harm's way is a scene that I think already breaks rules where you're like, what the fuck am I watching? There's like a rape And then a guy's got a fucking gun to the baby's head.
0: A gun to a baby's head is nuts.
1: (laughs) This is fucking psychotic. Uh, They shoot. The mom runs in. Who? It's not an unwritten rule, but in this moment, you think she's untouchable. You think actually most of them are untouchable. And they just blow a fucking hole in her. She just walks in and they just fucking shoot her dead right there. Like, done. Mom's out.
0: Uh, And usually that would be... Like the shock value of right. the scene, but then they kill the other. They kill the other one that you think is going to be fine.
1: They kill the baby's mother in front of the baby. They and they just yeah. and it's it's a insane scene because she stabs Lizard and Lizard has a gun and you're like, oh good, this is how she gets away. And then he yeah. he would do what you would do in that situation if somebody's got a screwdriver in your leg. He just puts his gun down and fucking kills her right there, like fucking
0: yeah done. It's fucking relatively early. Like, it's not like, you know, the first scene or anything, but you would expect them to last longer than they did. And the big, big Bob is already dead too.
1: There was no, there was no, um, there was nothing to like, this is their first interaction with them. No one in the group besides Bobby, the kid had even an inkling that there were people around them dangerous so they weren't no one was even scared in this moment no one was like holy shit what's happening or like had a thought it was a total fucking blindsiding assault so when they take the baby in that scene it is you don't know you have no fucking idea what they're gonna do because like so far it's been fucking no holds barred like they very well could they very well could Yes. Fucking lizard rips a head off a bird and drinks the fucking, like drinks out of it like a cup. (laughs) Come on. It's fucking wild. Absolutely nuts. But we'll get to that scene that we just described and (laughs) describe it in more detail. Uh, But we get some weird interactions here with Bob and his family here and the gas station clerk who. You get the vibe is setting them up for them, for the for the hill folk. Uh, cause he's trying to encourage it's weird because he's he's like he's he's painting a picture that would make me turn around. Cause he's like, <laughs> this place is a fucking nightmare. There's nothing here. There's no cell phone. Why are you here? But then he's like, listen, get off the road and go down this fucking dirt path. It'll save you a lot of time. They're like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? Like, certainly not doing that certainly not fucking doing that uh but big bob thinks that's a great idea so they do that the uh they hit a tire strip spike strip immediately uh taking out all the wheels and causing them to crash into just a giant fucking rock
0: which like you would immediately be like, hey, that guy at the gas station just fucked us. <laughs> like, yeah, because it happens so quickly after you, you go down that path.
1: You, you pop all four of your fucking tires. Like that's it's not,
0: <laughs> not a thing. That's never happened. <laughs> <laughs> not even
1: all four, all like eight because they got the trailer. To everything's just pop. Like, okay, <laughs> like the fuck are we doing? Uh, and this movie is not afraid to show the mutants. Uh, pretty early on, I mean, you don't see like a clear picture, but they're just constantly hunting. Uh, well, we'll, you'll get cuts away from their point of view, what they're looking at them from behind watching them, uh, which I think was a good move too. I I always like when movies do that, they're not trying to hide these villains for some big reveal that you usually are disappointed about when the time comes to reveal them. Uh, so that's, that's that we are now trapped in the woods.
0: Mm. Not woods. Uh, they're in the the, the desert. This is- <laughs> we are now Arguably. trapped in the desert. <laughs> no, so so few trees around. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Uh, I for some reason in my notes I honestly kept saying writing woods for some reason and I don't know why. It's fucking. Literally, there's not a single tree in this movie, I don't think. I don't think (laughs) there's actually a tree. Uh, Which, speaking of alien space bats, uh, yeah, big tree fan. Big tree fan thinks New York City is just Arborville, USA. (laughs) Seen three trees in my life there. Uh, Okay, so we get some exposition at the beginning here. Uh, We see Doug's afraid of guns. Because he's a Democrat, according to Ted Levine. Uh
0: They actually made me laugh because I mean nothing's changed. Nothing nothing's has ever changed. changed.
1: Nothing's it's, ever changed. It's the same shit.
0: It's always the same arguments between the same groups of people. Same
1: shitty but, fucking jokes.
0: <laughs> but it wasn't uh like like I think I'm glad it was in this movie, not for like a political statement, but at the end, oh yeah like, the character that He has to go against everything that he believes if he wants to survive, which I I like that aspect of him.
1: Right, right, for sure. Um, uh, And then, uh, and by the way, uh, that scene is nuts because Ted Levine's like, he's a Democrat, he doesn't like us. But the reason that prompts him about that is because Bobby, the, the youngest son, is pointing a loaded gun at Doug's fucking face. And Doug's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? And that's when Ted Levine comes out. I was like, oh, fucking Democrats. (laughs) Fucking loaded gun pointed at your face. Like, (laughs) Kid should have gotten fucking his ass beat. (laughs) Put that fucking shit away. Uh, Oh, and we also learned Doug is, uh, we also learned Doug works for cell phone company, So he's able to explain away the no cell phone service out there a little bit. Uh, so just this like silly exposition. <laughs>
0: the Big Bob is always just like, eh, nah, "You fucking nerd!" <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Bob. Bob is something. Bob. Bob has um, uh, uh, three adult women, an adolescent child, and a baby, and he puts the adolescent boy in charge of the entire family when he decides to go look for help. He's like, "Bobby's in charge over three adult women." Adult fucking women with life experience. We'll fucking put this little shit Bobby in charge. Get the fuck out of here. Um, and we, you see, like fun. I shouldn't. I don't know if it's fun. Just little things that the family is noticing, but like using. Uh, it's something we talk about on the show in these some of these movies where it's like, oh. Like, how would you actually react in this situation? You'd be like, "Oh no, I probably wouldn't react because, like, who would think that that's happening?" And yeah. this is like one of the few movies where they actually do that, where they're seeing like shimmers and like glares out in the mountains, and it's them fucking spying on them with binoculars. But they're like, "Okay," like they see it, yeah. they acknowledge it, Why would like, you "Yeah, that? what the yeah. fuck is like? I don't know what the fuck that is. Fucking rock? I don't know. Like, it's a exactly. fucking desert. I have no idea what happens out here." um but it's these freaks using binoculars so doug and bob decide to go separate ways to go find help doug's going to the gas station nope bob's going to the gas station doug's just going out into the middle of the fucking desert and they agree to go five to six miles and get back around dark time so so they can assess what's going on uh while that's going on, you got Ethel, Brenda, Lynn, Bobby, and the baby uh, at the at the camp. So that's that's all we got at the camp. Beauty runs away, their dog Beauty. The Bobby dog. follows him, and somehow f- immediately finds her gutted, like dead and gutted, completely disemboweled. Yeah, fucking Gross, yeah, so
0: trigger Trigger warning about dead dog. You yeah. See it. This
1: is a. Christmas. This is only second on the "Did the Dog Website Die?" to a dog's purpose or a dog's journey or whatever that fucking movie's called. <laughs> only second to that movie with fucking dog death. Um, so Bobby sees his dog, poor dog, dead, runs away, falls down a fucking.
0: I rewound that scene because he reacts like. He saw something, so I was like, "Oh man, maybe I missed one of the mutants already." And I rewound it like twice, but he just literally takes a step off of a, r- a ravine. Yes, he.
1: Yeah, he turns around and just falls into a
0: hole. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Ooh, Most shocked person. <laughs> uh, a- and he is
1: found uh, by a little mutant girl who his name is Ruby. We'll find out. Not um,
0: really. Like the least mutant mutant you've ever seen. Yeah, one of her eyes just a little lower. Than yeah. The other one. That's it. Uh, but
1: it's it's a weird scene because she's like kind of like you can tell she means no harm, but then it cuts up to the top of the hill and it's fucking a,
0: a, a guy eating a dog. Goggle eating a
1: dog <laughs> leg. I don't even know what he's fucking saying in this. He's like, Ugh! <laughs> like Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> this is what Ruby has to fucking deal with. Ruby can talk and you can understand her. Uh, so that's how we leave Bobby Doug going into the desert. He finds a crater full of destroyed and gutted cars and is not very concerned about it. Uh, just wild. And so he turns around, but Bob, on the other hand, at the gas station, he's in trouble. He goes in. He sees some weird stuff. He's snooping around. He sees some newspaper clippings, clippings of people that are missing news clip, which by the way, how are they even getting newspapers out here? Who the fuck is delivering the newspaper out
0: here? Later in the movie, uh, Big Brain is watching TV. And not only is he watching TV, there's like 50 TV monitors in in that room.
1: How's yeah. he getting any reception? He's watching Divorce Court. <laughs> 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 Fucking insane. <laughs> um yeah i don't know so he's got newspaper clippings of the nuclear tests and also these missing people and ted levine's thought is he's like what a fucking wild fucking guy (laughs) Like, hey man have you not watched a single movie in your fucking life like anyone that has newspaper you don't even need a movie if you walked into somebody's room and they had newspaper clippings of missing people like
0: it's a yeah. Call for alarm, please. Call the fucking police.
1: Uh, he goes out to the outhouse where he finds the gas station owner who's sobbing, saying, "I did the best I could. I'm sorry." And then he has the most insane, suicide sick. with a shotgun. Pulls his brains out. Yeah, and you get to see the next stump. Yeah that's fucking wild. It's
0: movie doesn't uh hold hold back the punches.
1: No, not at all. Uh and after that, uh if you think that's bad, then Ted Levine is starting to hear voices around him saying daddy. Say
0: daddy? <laughs> daddy daddy. Although uh, uh, although I will say this I don't have many criticisms of this movie, but this one scene did kind of take me out because you see that you hear daddy, daddy, and you're like, oh, shit, this is actually kind of creepy. And then he gets into, because you're hearing it while he's outside, right? Right. And he gets into a car, and the, the guy's in the backseat, and he's like, daddy? like, the, Where was he saying it before? Well, there was, there was three of them. So that guy wasn't saying it the whole time?
1: No, it was the other two. Well,
0: I still don't like it.
1: I agree. Because the only reason you would know that is if you read these insane fandom Wikipedia pages, which I did for some reason, uh, and describe details of scenes that you're like, that's – are you just making this up to make the movie seem better? Because, like, that's not what that is. And this is one of them, where they were like, Papa Jupiter's in the back of the car, but Lizard and Goggle are the ones doing the voices and then are helping him drag him into the mine. How the fuck would you fucking take that from this scene?
0: But then why is Papa Jupiter saying daddy? Papa Jupiter's not saying daddy. But he says it in the back of the car.
1: Uh, that, okay, well, you got me there.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you got me in the whole fandom website of The Hills Have Eyes, which I can't believe it has a fandom website. You got us fucking pickled. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know.
0: There's a but few I, things um, that they
1: try to explain away.
0: Big Bob gets fucking bludgeoned here.
1: Dude, smashed into the glass of a car window, which again, I just appreciate little things where you're like, that's realistic because the glass doesn't crack. It, it's what fucking car windows do. Just, you just take the fucking brunt of it. Fucking crack your fucking skull open. Like, you know, like they, they just. Beat the shit out of him, um, and Bob is done. Done so he's not dead though. No, he's, he's not, not dead. dead. He's
0: just he's banged up. And they they drag him away into the mines, dude. I'm one of those like Donkey Kong carts. You know when you're in the mineshaft. <laughs> Loved it. I do. I know exactly what
1: you're talking about. Um, so uh, back at camp, uh, Bobby has been found by Brenda. He is unharmed, just from the fall, and for some reason he is avoiding telling them that he just found his fucking dog gutted in the desert, which seems like something you'd want to alert people to pretty quickly. But he does not. Um, also,
0: the mom. In his defense, uh, he does not know that it was it was that group of people that did that. It could have just been you know an animal or something. <laughs> I'm just saying. An animal cut open a fucking
1: dog. Yeah. <laughs> a clean I've cut it down the middle. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> also, the mom, Ethel, reveals that over the CB radio, she's been getting perverted calls. <laughs> yeah,
0: that, There's no that's one time around. It's <laughs> time, time to pack up.
1: And everyone's like, well, only mom would get those out here. What? Pack? the shit up. It's time to fucking go. What are we doing? Uh, Doug returns from his trip out in the desert and tells him there's no shortcut. And in fact, there's a dead end at the crater. Now, again, if you want to piece this all together, if you were using your brain out there, uh, the gas station attendant was like, go straight. And now Doug is like, hey, fun fact, if we go straight, it stops and we can't go further. He's like so there is no road. And everyone's like, "Oh, okay. Well, let's just wait for Bob." And you're like, "What the fuck is happening?" Um so they decide to wait till midnight before they go looking for Bob. That will not happen. Bob's going to come to them. Uh cuz they hear beast outside barking. Bobby goes out. It's a distraction. Uh, they lure the men bob and doug bobby and doug out and the freaks get into the bedroom of the girls uh it's really actually just lynn at this point um the youngest daughter and the the granddaughter uh in there and they immediately get in and start assaulting lynn um bobby or is that oh, I mine i wrote these out of order but that's fine um uh, So they go in, they, they go into, they're about, or no, they're about to walk into Lynn to like save her and Pluto fucking detonates Bob who is tied up to a fucking cactus of some sort, right? And is lit on fire.
0: Completely immolated. A pretty uh, brutal, brutal scene. It's fucking nuts. Bob's awake. Bob's aware
1: of what's happening. Bob Scream. is screaming for his life, and Ethel is screaming, "Not my Bob! Not my Bob!" It's nuts to see. Yeah,
0: and his son is watching and We can't do anything about it.
1: Taking Ted Levine out like this is wild.
0: And, and it, the- it's a, he does a good job of, of like cutting between those two scenes because actually, like actually suspenseful in this movie. If oh, you don't know what's going to happen. You're like, I was going to say shit. That.
1: Yeah, and I remember the first time watching it. I think I was on the edge of my seat like the entire fucking movie, and it made every kill after this the most satisfying fucking thing in the world. Yeah, and so many horror movies. I feel like they even when they give you the the revenge kills, a lot of times they're just not as satisfying for what was received to them. That you know the shit that was done to them. It's like they just kill them, yeah. and you're like not it this movie i i just remember feeling so gratified for how they killed each of them and how they killed them and the ways they killed them
0: agreed and and like we were saying before you have two horrible things that are happening right now you know there's rape and a baby is in direct harm's way with a weapon pointed at it and like you as a viewer like well maybe Big Bob will, will come back. Like like he'll have his, you know, he'll he'll escape that mind shaft that he was in, and he'll come guns ablaze and, and save them. And he's immediately murdered. You know, well, everybody lit on fire. Fine. Everybody I don't know how they're going to resolve this. Like we are lit
1: on fucking fire done. in front of everyone. And it was also used as a distraction. Uh everyone is like out there trying to save Bob and meanwhile Lynn yeah, and the so baby are in there by the themselves. Two, yeah. And that's horrible. fucking insane. And the baby's crying the whole time. It's like one of the most chaotic scenes like yes. in, in a horror movie. It just, it, it just seems like it's like nonstop. Uh, and there's a brief moment where you think Lynn is going to be saved because Pluto's assaulting her and then Lizard is like, hey, you got to be a man to do that. So you're like, oh, thank God he's going to intervene because he wants to do it. But then somebody will catch him and end this. That doesn't fucking happen. That doesn't fucking happen. Lizard just fucking rapes her and you're just like, oh, for oh, all right. Like, yeah. Fucking nightmare. Nightmare. Uh, and and like giving you that breath where you're like, okay, this is how they'll prevent it from happening. You know, like, it that's not it. Uh, Brenda walks in to see her baby with a gun in its face. Uh and that's when she stabs uh lizard in the leg <sighs> and he fucking kills her with a gun. Yes. Bobby. Meanwhile, runs out into the desert. Cause he's like, I'm going to kill them freaks. So, I don't know why. Fucking idiot. Um, and then the mom goes in to save them. Cause she hears the noises, but is blown away immediately by lizard. Immediately. Fucking kills her. Um. So Bobby and Doug are, now on the move now they're like oh they hear the shot and then they come running back and that's when lynn stabs him in the leg and she gets shot fucking wild scene and ultimately they are chased away by bob and doug because bob's got the bobby's got the gun not big bob uh bobby's got the gun um and they take the baby and run away and you have you watch doug fuck a grieving doug grieving not only the loss of his wife but his baby who was stolen by monsters.
0: <laughs> by monsters who just have shown that they will not hesitate to murder anybody. No. So. They've
1: literally just killed so many people. And just like that, we're now down to just Doug, Bob, and Brenda. Yeah. Uh and, and with a baby at stake. And a baby at stake. That's it. They just eliminated like half the fucking cast. The entire cast. Yes. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Um And but thankfully we do get one freak down. We get goggles gets taken out by a good old beast. Uh, Goggles was like their point man who would like their scout, and he's up on the hill trying to like spy on him And then he hears something behind him, and Beast comes and rips off his arm, (laughs) which is alarming behavior for a dog. But I'm grateful for him.
0: (laughs) In this case, we'll allow. (laughs)
1: Yeah, probably not a great family pet. If he's just ripping people's arms off. <laughs> but uh, we'll allow it. We'll allow it. Beast brings the arm back and it's got the radio on it, which uh, is how they will communicate and hear some of the things that the freaks are saying on the radio. Yes. And they're talking. They're communicating. They're like, we've got to go kill them all. Uh, let's do it now. Uh, Jupiter's going to finish them off. Uh And then Doug gets on there and kind of blows his cover and is like, like you could just listen to them and listen to all their plans. But instead, Doug's like, (laughs) Where's the baby? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Fucking Doug.
1: Fucking idiot. 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 But Doug uh, is like, let's do this. Let's get fucking revenge. Doug takes a bat, he takes Beast. Uh, he leaves the gun with little Bobby, and they start making their own traps at the base camp. They're just setting up some traps. You don't know what's going on down there, but they're setting that up. And Doug goes on his way to go save his own baby. I this I like. I remember a lot of the scenes in this. Section. I just forgot that like Doug was just like a fucking
0: badass by himself. Turns into a complete badass, an ass kicking machine.
1: <laughs> Dude, absolutely. And you know what was great in this? There's a there's a couple moments in it, but Doug is uh not a not the strongest looking gentleman. Uh you don't think he could take an ass whooping, and he probably couldn't in most situations, but they show a few moments where he'll look at like his wedding ring. And that's all that it takes to get him up. And you're like, fuck yeah, that probably would work. That you know, like when moms lift yeah. cars off of kids, like
0: Hellbent on revenge.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Truly, truly.
0: because well, I mean this guy he takes a fucking licking from
1: oh, here on. I mean, there's a moment where you're like, this guy's fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, there's multiple
1: <laughs>
0: brain bleed.
1: By the way, uh, we just took a commercial break there, but uh how funny was that fucking ad read that happened?
0: Oh, that pleased me. yeah,
1: yeah Joe Joe posted something on the Instagram where a listener was playing yeah. was playing our our show and we're like talking about cannibals eating people and then it immediately cuts into this ad read that's like eating eating fresh is hard. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty. well placed. I'm sure they will be canceling that. Bad spot <laughs> when they check it out. Uh anyway. Uh where are we? Oh, Doug. Doug is out there. Right? Finds Doug a mine, yeah. finds a mine shaft. He goes into that. Um, there's some good moments here too. There's actually like good acting in this. Like like it's just like passing, but you know, Brenda and Bobby are setting up traps and they're fucking short with each other. They're fucking furious. They're upset. And they have like a nice moment. And it's like, oh, yeah. Like, they're literally experiencing the worst moment of it, their entire life.
0: The, like, it, it shows grief better than I thought it would for a movie. Right? About, you know, deformed <laughs> mutants from nuclear testing. But yeah, they, yeah, they are – they just lost their parents. You know, they yeah, they are in serious danger and yeah they they do a good job with it.
1: They tackle grief in this movie. It's fucking wild. Um Doug though is out there. He's finding evidence of life in this town. It's cool. One of those cool like old nuclear towns that they would set up to test like the radiation and stuff, which I thought was a cool touch. Um so he finds this town which looks abandoned, but then he starts seeing shit. Finding stuff in houses, generators outside his baby on a bed. That was good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and we also see fucking this guy, cyst dragging dead people around, which is not so great, but Doug is able to get into the house and we get a glimpse of big mama who is a wild character. Does big mama ever get killed? I don't think so. I don't remember. I don't think she does. Uh, Big Mama's alive. They had to save her for the sequel, probably. Um, <laughs> but di- Big Mama, Big Mama's there, uh, and she is watching TV, watching divorce court, combing mannequin's hairs, mutant cannibals. They're just like us. Just, <laughs> just like us. There's no reason to. Be upset with them. Uh, Doug gets the baby though. He's able to snag the baby. He's fucking almost out of there, but he gets got by Big Mama. He's woke. He wakes up in a freezer full of chopped up body parts, chopped up limbs. Vile, vile.
0: And also that that scene of him trying to rescue the baby up until him getting got by Big Mama. Really good, like horror. Really good suspense.
1: When that was in theaters, I I remember seeing this in theaters, and I was on the edge of my seat. Like I thought this was fucking top shelf. Um, but he's able to get he's so he's stuck in this freezer with body parts, but he's pretty easily able to escape from that to the point where that scene probably did not need to happen. But he gets out and then he's sneaking around the house again with his bat. Here's some asshole singing the national anthem.
0: The national anthem
1: <laughs> honestly pissed me off so bad. What are you doing? Um, And this is disgusting, Big Brain, whose head is so big that he can't keep it up. He can't
0: move. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The the smell of that house. This movie
1: stinks from here on out. This movie fucking (laughs) reeks from here on out. (laughs) Um, But Big Brain's like really bent out of shape about everything. And I don't... They tried to explain away these mutants, and I just wish it didn't happen, because it doesn't make any sense. He's like, you people forced us into the mind. What? what are you talking about? Like, are you talking about hill people?
0: We forced the hill people? Like, No, uh, he's saying they forced the people that were affected by the genetic mutations from the testing. They forced them into that place so they could be away from society. Which I the correct response would have been like, "Hey, big brain, look at you! Are you fucking kidding me, <laughs> big brain! How are you still alive?
1: <laughs> they probably didn't think you were fucking there." <laughs> big brain's nuts. Um, <laughs> that's fucking wild. But then Big Brain goes, "It's breakfast time," and Pluto comes flying in through the wall of the house (laughs) with an axe. Uh, And I will say this too; I'll give them credit here too. Their action sequences are fucking pretty fucking good. Axe fight,
0: yeah, Yeah,
1: pretty fucking good fight scenes in this, like which you don't always see in a horror movie, like a true fight scene, you know. And this has two of them. Doug fights this guy, and Doug fights Lizard later. And they're both, like, fucking well choreographed, well done. Um, So, Doug fights Pluto here. Um, Beast, who was hidden in a car by Doug, breaks out and starts getting after Pluto, too, baby. It was awesome. Um, And finally, Doug is able to impale him with the broken bat handle. And you're like, oh, wow, that's a good way to end this. That's not the end. Pluto just fucking pulls it out. (laughs) By the way, Pluto unfazed, which... I do have one complaint in this fight scene later, but he pulls a fucking broken bat out of his St- stomach, yeah, A stake, a, a stake. Of- he's staked through the stomach. He pulls it out. He's fine. He doesn't make a fucking peep. Anyway, he's throwing Doug around now. He's beating the shit out of Doug. Uh, he he cuts off Doug's pinky with the axe, which is. Honestly, so fucking impressive. Like, (laughs) four-foot axe blade, and he only manages to take off a pinky. It's fucking wild. Um, (laughs) And Doug looks like he's done for, but he pulls out a screwdriver and stabs him in the foot. And somehow, this is the fucking undoing of Pluto. (laughs)
0: Pluto fucking <laughs> the whales. man who just pulled a stake from his
1: stomach. <laughs> he has a screwdriver to the foot, and he's like. Doesn't even
0: know what to do. That is a
1: problem. Doesn't even know what to do. Dude, he's like looking at the screwdriver in his foot, just like screaming at it. like The Ace Ventura, it's in the phone. Dude, that's exactly, I was like, what movie was that? What movie am I thinking of where he's looking at the two things in each of his thighs? That's what he's doing to his foot. He's like, both hands. He's like, (laughs) most wild reaction you've ever seen. pulled a baseball bat out of his stomach. (laughs) <laughs> that is fucking the most insane thing. Uh, but Doug fucking finishes him off here. Uh, stabs him through the, th- the neck with an American flag and puts an axe in his skull. Fucking A+. Plus.
0: Yes. One and then for here. good measure. For good measure. Kills Sist immediately. <laughs> dude, dude, for no, dude, that <laughs> scene was so abrupt. Immediately cuts to
1: him kneecapping, kneecapping Sist with an ax and putting an ax in his
0: back. <laughs> Just unprompted. We like, no, I mean, we've seen Sist, you know, moving corpses around and stuff, but Sist hasn't really done anything to
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking eliminates Sist brutally.
0: <laughs> Which I would have gone after big brain immediately. If you're going to go after anyone.
1: That was my biggest problem, too. I mean, that was honestly my biggest problem. But you get the payoff there, too, because Big Brain, because you get pissed, because you're like, why would you leave Big Brain alive? Because Big Brain immediately picks up the phone and is like, kill the baby. (laughs) Uh, And then you hear a fucking growl, and it's fucking Beast. And then you just get to listen to Beast tear this piece of shit to shreds, which is disgusting. Yeah. (laughs) fucking vile sounding (laughs) um yeah so that is the end of those freaks for now but there's still more to come oh oh yeah i was gonna say something so you know there was you had mentioned that you had some extracurricular activities in college to a Hellraiser movie. Uh, Mm. We're like, that's insane. Uh, I had extracurricular activities to this movie, specifically while this scene was happening. And it was on TV in the background. And I remember, (laughs) like, turning my head and, like, watching him fucking put an American flag through Pluto's fucking neck while I was... (laughs)
0: Oh, the money shot.
1: Do, doing shit. I was like, are we sh- sure we don't want to watch this? <laughs> fucking big brain on the screen having sex. That's fucking, dude, that's yeah. nuts. Good
0: for you, man. That's yeah. <laughs> fucking psychotic. <laughs> Shout
1: out to him. You get him. Like
0: you get like a heightened sense of smell when you look at big brain. <laughs> it was fucking wild.
1: It was fucking wild. Was weird times, baby. Getting weird with it out there in Salem. Um, all right. Pluto's dead. Big brain's dead. Sister's dead. Doug is just making his way through these guys at this point. Um, doesn't make sense, but it rocks. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: the baby is being watched by Ruby, the little girl, which is thankful. A lizard shows up though, and is like, "Hey, get the fuck out of here! I gotta kill this baby."
0: And (laughs) I wish that's how he delivered that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Uh, but uh, yeah, he 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 goes to kill her, lifts the sheet, and there's a pig. Making very loud pig noises and wriggling as a pig would. It's not a dead pig, it's just a a very alive pig r- rolling around and he's like, What the fuck? <laughs> Ruby <laughs> Actually he does say Ruby like Darth. He does. Ruby yeah. <laughs> Uh so Ruby somehow planted a pig in place of the baby, the sweet baby. Um that Ruby's taking care of. Uh so that's, that's that. Uh, also, Doug walks in on like the two saddest little mutant babies of all time who are like, will you play with us? And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and just <laughs> leaves. <laughs> I ch- wish he killed them. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Dude brutally decaps them with his accent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Doug, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Doug turns into Rambo.
0: <laughs> uh a little call back to last week. Uh people liked it. Uh, what's that? People, people like the uh the Rambo tirade. Hey, I, I, it was a good time. It was a good time talking about that.
1: I, I think uh if we got some time tonight, we should probably talk about Rocky movies. Oh, what I is. I was planning on it. Okay, perfect. Um so check that out. Patreon.com slash I hate horror, we're gonna talk about Rocky movies. <laughs> If you came here for the horror movies Get ready to pay for the not horror movies <laughs> Brilliant business strategy on our per- <laughs> Give the stuff you want for free <laughs> Make you pay for the shit You have no interest in you, d- <laughs> None <laughs> 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 Fucking genius uh, Anyway Meanwhile at the camp We go back to the camp. By the way, Ruby's running away with the baby. Lizard's following her. Doug's following him. Real, (laughs) real Scooby-Doo running through the doors type of thing going on there. Uh, But at the camp, uh, we got Bobby and Brenda. And the tripwire gets engaged. It's like a little alert thing. So they run out there, just a tumbleweed. But then they turn around and realize their mother's corpse has been stolen, which they are very upset about. Um, and Bobby's like, what the fuck? So Bobby runs out into the desert and finds Papa Jupiter eating his mother's heart. Crazy. That is a fucking wild scene. Uh, this lures Papa Jupiter back. He starts chasing Bobby. Bobby runs into the house. And then we start seeing what w- what they were really doing there. Because you really think like in this moment, you're like, these fucking idiots. like... They didn't do shit. They just made a fucking tripwire to tell them if they're there. Bobby runs into the trailer. Um, and there's like matches attached to the thing. And you're like, Oh shit.
0: Yeah. Some they, home alone type shit.
1: Dude, home alone. They start turning on the gas. The gas is leaking in. They, they're able to capture Papa Jupiter, tie his hands up for a moment, just enough for them to go out the back window. Uh, Papa Jupiter freezes hands enters the fucking trailer. The matches strike from him and opening the door and Papa Jupiter is blown the fuck up.
0: Yeah. It's awesome.
1: Burnt to a crisp baby. Uh, I just remember all these deaths amped me up so fucking much because after this, Bobby and Brenda come back to check on Papa Jupiter. Uh, who's still alive somehow and he has been he has burned to a crisp and he has been impaled on some piece of metal uh, but he's still alive and thankfully they give brenda the fucking pickaxe there's just pickaxes everywhere in this movie by the way they, brenda has a pickaxe and just fucking screams and just puts a pickaxe right through his fucking brain yep I fucking love that yep <laughs> Totally deserved. Love seeing it. Uh, Doug and Lizard though get into an, a fight where Lizard is wielding the fucking tire strip as a weapon, like it's fucking actually- Scorpio <laughs> yeah. or Scor Scorpion, Scorpion from like Scorpion. Yeah, from I got you. Mortal, from Mortal Kombat. Kombat. just yeah. like
0: get whipping over it here. around,
1: <laughs> dude, like hitting Doug in the face, like shooting it out, <laughs> whipping him in the face. Uh, just beating the shit out of him uh, and, and then gets a hold of him and just starts pounding his head into a rock. And you're like, dude, Doug is dead. Doug is dead. Doug is dead. But he is still breathing. And that's when he sees the wedding ring and he fucking gets up and beats the fuck out of Lizard with his gun. With, not even shooting him. Just pummeling him. Dude. Yeah. fucking no shots me. with the butt of his gun it was so satisfying it was like one of the most satisfying things i've ever seen in my life just smashing his face in with the butt of his gun um and then he does shoot him shoots him in the guts one in the neck one in the shoulder down goes lizard down goes lizard who would want to fight lizard or rocky Follow the <laughs> question. Is Rocky, uh, is Rocky from the Hills have
0: eyes? <laughs> yeah, that answer is yes. That answer is 100% yes. With, with less mental capacity. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, fuck. That's funny. <laughs> so Doug has gotten rid of Lizard. Ruby gives his baby back. But then we spoke too soon. Lizard is up and he's got the gun now. He's going to kill Doug and his baby. But instead, little Ruby jumps, sacrifices herself, kills herself to kill Lizard. They both fly off the cliff. A very valiant cannibal. And they're dead. Bobby stands over burned up and impaled papa jupiter brenda's there they're like the word this is done they say let's get out of here and then they see doug and beast and baby coming out of the desert a happy ending now they only have Except- to accept they only have and well oh
0: dude oh <laughs> yeah yeah, except that, so yes,
1: except that somebody is watching them from the desert with goggles. <laughs> yeah. That's bad. Worse, they have to walk ten thousand miles to get anywhere. They're gonna fucking die. The whole <laughs> family's dead. Fun fact: they did not survive this.
0: <laughs> I mean, there's honestly no way. There's no fucking way. Doug is because that, that was the entire problem that uh, Big Bob was saying in the beginning. Right? Like, if we try to walk to get help, like uh, we will just die.
1: Yes. <laughs> so R.I.P. to this family. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's a happy end? It's not, and not because someone's spying on him with goggles. Who, who the fuck ever that is? But
0: could be uh, Big Mama.
1: Could be Big Mama. Could be the two little kids. Hopefully, Sist makes a return.
0: <laughs> he doesn't.
1: Dead as fuck. Wait, let's see if there's any. Wait, wait. Oh, I think I did see the second one. Dude, the second one is they send out the military. They're like, they're like, the pe- the family survives and it's like, there's freaks in them, they're hills. <laughs> and then the military is like, well, we're going to go fucking murder them all. <laughs> and they send out the military. Um, I don't see. Okay, so Michael Bailey Smith is back. Now he played. Pluto, but now he's playing Papa Hades. Papa Hades, (laughs) Derek Mears, that guy, chameleon. I see that. He's chameleon. You got a Hansel. Is that it? lech That sounds like one.
0: We got a guy playing uh, Private First Class Napoleon Napoli. (laughs) I saw that fucking name. (laughs) You see that that Napoleon movie coming out? Yeah. Who, Who, Who who directed it? Was Ridley Scott, right? Is the Napoleon? I don't know. Hold on, hold on I gotta got look at the, uh, yeah, it up. Yeah, it's really Scott. Oh, uh, because it, because I, I only know that because today I saw that somebody was like, "Hey, these are like every these things in the movie are not factually correct," and his response was just like, "Shut up, you fucking nerd!" <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, I was gonna <laughs> knock it because. I was like, "Is that Joaquin Phoenix? Is it Joaquin Phoenix in that?" Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's fucking weird. But anyway, I was like, "That's fucking bizarre," but and I was like, "That's lame." I don't know. I just didn't like it. But now that he said that, I'm fine with it.
0: <laughs> here's the, here's the Ridley Scott tells historian who called out Napoleon errors to get a life. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what? I'm back on movie board. Of movie, movie of the year,
1: 100 percent movie of the year. Absolutely, fucking i'm all in now
0: to <laughs> get a life to a napoleon scholar after making a movie about napoleon <laughs> <laughs>
1: could have paid him to do it uh <laughs> just
0: consulted him
1: wait a minute <laughs> afghan wait sorry i'm i'm reading shit that i shouldn't be why did napoleon wear that hat
0: He's like a fucking idiot. Why didn't nobody like counsel him? Because he was like three foot tall, so he needed a four foot hat to. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't think. I, I think that's a misconception. What his height? Yeah. How tall was Napoleon? It, 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 Dude, he's five foot six. All right, that's not bad. But
1: was that his Hollywood height? What's his real height? <laughs> <laughs> was that really his height? Yeah. Oh man, that guy got it. That guy got it rough, like, in terms of, like, the way people bagged on him.
0: Yeah, Napoleon Complex is an inch smaller than I am.
1: Dude, George Washington was 6'2".
0: Dude, what a unit. (laughs) That's
1: fucking nuts. I feel like people weren't that tall back
0: then. (laughs) Yeah, actually, I feel like that might be right. Listen. He's probably very intimidating on the uh on the field. I don't know about your political views. I don't care about anyone's political views. But all I'm gonna say is
1: Donald Trump, third tallest president ever.
0: <laughs> well, that settles it.
1: Six three. Talk about a fucking unit.
0: Who who's the tallest?
1: Abe Abe, yeah, that fucking freak. Abe Lincoln. A
0: <laughs> That's how fucking hills
1: have eyes guy.
0: <laughs> how tall is he?
1: Six four. Then Lyndon B. Johnson so, at six three uh, and a half, which sounds like I don't know bullshit. But then Thomas, well then Donald Trump, then Thomas Jefferson, then Bill Clinton. Who's the, who's the smallest? Let's yeah. That's more importantly,
0: James Madison five four. What a loser. <laughs> Didn't the White House burn when when he was uh, when he was president?
1: Yeah, I don't know. No, I don't White know. House burn. He's the know. father of the Constitution. Burn.
0: Uh, yeah, dude. He, yeah, he was the president when the White House burned, and and yeah, uh, it's because he's five foot four.
1: Uh, Martin no Van Buren, that psycho. That I, I don't know anything about Martin Van Buren. I'm just talking about the way he fucking looks, dude. That is, dude, His beard is, is disgusting. Allowing that guy in the fucking White House is fucking nuts. Agreed. What the fuck? Out of here.
0: Uh, let's talk about presidents for a Five, little bit. Four. Yeah, Napoleon, dude. Well, I know he's not a president, but back to Napoleon. All I can remember is uh, I never went to this class in college, but I showed up one day because I heard there was going to be a pop quiz, and there wasn't. And the guy just talked about how bad Napoleon's syphilis was, and that like he'd be in battles bending over in, in pain because he kept having the piss, but it hurt too bad because he refused treatment for it. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what the guy kept saying, and I'm going to accept it as fact. Did he? Uh, did they even have a treatment for it? Didn't they like treat the claps by actually like clapping, (laughs) clapping your dicks? (laughs) They squirted it (laughs) out. (laughs) I think (laughs) all
1: I know is penicillin was invented like way too late. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. No, dude. It describes an early treatment for gonorrhea, which was clapping a heavy object on a man's penis to get Bro, the pus and discharge out. I. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. The claps, <laughs> dude. What the fuck? The claps, you fucking... what... go to a doctor <laughs> to have him clap your dick? Dude. It's a nightmare. <laughs> science. It's science. <laughs> also, why wouldn't you just clap it yourself?
1: Yeah, it had to have gotten out that that's how they were t- treating it.
0: are just, like, squeeze it, right? <laughs> the, I feel like I feel like that's, like... slapping heavy objects on it?
1: I feel like that's the equivalent of, like, when you want to go to, like, a... Like, a... Not an emergency room. What do they call it? Like, uh The quick... The quick medical places. Ur,
0: oh, oh, the urgent care? The urgent care.
1: It's like when you want to go to the urgent care and somebody's like, they're just gonna do this. Like, just do that. Like, they're just gonna tell you this. It's like, back then it was like, they're just going to clap your dick, man. Like, <laughs> just clap it yourself. God, like, oh, no, I should go get it checked. And then they'd clap your fucking dick. <laughs> well, that is it for The Hills Have Eyes. <laughs> and dick clapping. I mean, if there was an episode to talk about dick clapping, this was it.
0: Yeah, I agree. What would you rather... <laughs>
1: do it you're already committed do what would you rather look at what would you rather be in a room with the the, the, the freaks or someone getting their dick clapped Ezra getting their dick
0: clapped what's Ezra doing just, just sitting just there sitting. <laughs> <laughs> being dick <super> clapped <laughs> <Yes. Yeah. laughs>
1: being like a very nice person <laughs> uh guys uh uh, this week this oh yeah this comes out the 14th this saturday uh is the house of a thousand corpses live show very exciting stuff reminder to send in your rob zombie scripts uh we got to get some more of those so we can get paul to read them off with us so send those in sean at ihatehorror.com just be a scene it could be just a few lines Whatever you want to do could be try not to do three acts, but you know, two acts and shorter, we'll consider. Uh, of Rob Zombies the Exorcist. We want to hear your scripts so we could read them on the show. And we will be giving away a prize for that. So send those in. And we got House of a Thousand Corpses. And then our 350th episode, November 28th, drop in for Chud so can't wait exciting stuff uh we're gonna meet joe we're gonna go talk about rocky movies on patreon patreon.com slash i hate horror uh you can find us at facebook.com slash i hate horror and instagram at i hate horror joe where can they find you instagram boognish 1985 and that's it thanks to all of you for listening thanks to joe as always and for joe this is sean stay weird thank it. adios I die, 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 die. Who is all fucking day? I wanna play? I'm gonna watch what I'm not supposed to watch. Dis-dis-dis-ember- zombie getting sliced and diced. The monster. Mugulate. 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 Butcher. Mugulate. Butcher. Mugulate.